Your voices. Do you do voiceover work? Uh, I'm trying to. No, absolutely no. But I'd like to. You should. Thank yeah. You. Well, no, 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 no. Don't. I really I, want I, to. I have a nasally. That's a voice. I really want to. I um I did a show at Flappers, and this lady came up to me after the show, and she's like, "Do you need to do any voice work?" I was like, "I mean, I did like this cartoon like a long time ago that never got picked up, so I had that reel." And she was like, "Okay, send it to me." She gave me her card, and she it was from Disney. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I was like, oh shit! Okay, Jeez. so I sent That's that. Really they over. make a killing. Yeah. I heard that they're doing okay. You can take this equipment we have. You go into your closet uh-huh. where like there's a bunch of you know it's like an echo free chamber, mm-hmm. and then you can just submit whatever. Like people literally will pay you to make their books or whatever their you audio books. That guy. Um, uh, we went to Joshua Tree with, or like he was there when we went. I don't know a few times. Yeah, ago, yeah he and did. he posted a live stream video on Facebook of him reading like a voice, like recording an audition. And he was like, "I just got this." It's, I all I know is that it's for an old man. And was he great at it? He was really good. I, yeah, he does a lot of characters. That's the problem voices. is the people that really do it will have like twenty five voices in their yeah. bank. And you're like, I can't. I know. Like, if you need a specific thing, maybe that's maybe I can do like a straight guy thing. But right. they can also do that, and they can yeah, do fifteen other things. Yeah, if you have a really yeah. nice voice, that's your own voice like you could use that for audiobooks or whatever it's like auditioning against somebody who can play every role and they only have to get paid for one right why would they cast us yeah look i've already written myself out of this voiceover world (laughs) okay let's start the podcast this is the Sex Job Podcast, your host Dave Neal, with a recurring guest life partner Tasha Courtney Hello. and Justin Foster. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. You are a you have your own podcast, the uh, Foster the Podcast. Foster the Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help but fuck that up. Yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> Most people do. Stand up uh, comedian from Texas. Yeah, but yes. I, you just don't. You're like cool. You're not like a like a. You don't look like a conservative. Texan. Oh no, I mean I grew up in Dallas. Dallas. So it, that's what's you know I we had. I was we were busting to the schools, and so it was very like very city. <laughs> I was actually the minority. You were busting to the city. Yeah. Well, I, I always thought it was the opposite, where like city kids would be bust to the suburban towns. No, I grew up in like in like Dallas, Dallas. So I was definitely the minority where oh, I grew shit. up. Yeah. Um, sure. Dallas. What is, what is Dallas like? It's pretty. Uh, Dallas is very ci- like yeah. Hip-hop. Dallas is very city. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, especially where I grew up with it was uh, where I grew up. It was kind of like um, you know, it wasn't the best neighborhood really? in the world. Yeah, so a lot of people think Texas. I think like horses and like farms and and, and yeah. lassos. And I don't know if people. Yeah, I don't think if people think lassos, but uh, <laughs> but where I grew up, it was the steers and queers. Yeah, well, I'll say this: the only the only thing I know about Dallas mm-hmm. is the only place I've ever traveled to, been to 15 countries, mm-hmm. where I've seen somebody quote unquote make it rain in a club. Yeah, they do that there. Oh, a lot. Only, yeah. in, t- only yeah. in Dallas, so I don't know what that means. We love our bars. We love our strip clubs. We love uh, brunch. We there's it, the brunch scene. There is they they kill Seriously? it. Yeah, it's the people that they love to drink and, and eat eggs. That's when you know you've like established yourself as a drinker when brunch is like a sport. You it's know an I mean? event. Yeah, it's it's a big deal out here. I'd rather go out and do bottomless mimosa than be out at night. Like I'd rather be sitting mm-hmm. down, being served lots of drinks, and then having the rest of the day to sort of. Yeah, people drink differently in my experience in California. Like when I got here, like it was like me and a bunch of like Texas comics. We moved out here together, and we were we were just ru- like, "You guys want to do shots?" And all like the comics here, are like, "What shots? Like what? No, yeah, yeah like, drinking <laughs> is not." Well, we both came from New York, right. and there, yeah, I was blacked out for four years for like, sure. Really, like I don't, I don't Classy. know a lot of what happened <laughs> yeah. in New York because you just drink constantly and you drink hard. 
You're drinking hard every mm-hmm. night. Yeah, but you know here, you'll get home no matter gosh, what. I you'll can't get even home. remember the last time I was drunk, drunk, and maybe that has something to do with like getting older. I've, but right. like now, if I have two glasses of wine, I'm like, put me to bed. I have that one canopy PBR at like the comedy store, and I'm like, oh, I'll just wait a half an hour, then I'll drive home. Right. It's like, what are we doing? See, I can remember December 30th, 2013. So, so you you have not drank since 2013. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I think it. that's what I'm supposed to congratulate people for I that. think so, or, or, or give me that's, a drink. But so, <laughs> was it like a rock bottom thing, or are you just like, this is I had some people. things, yeah. I had a, it wasn't like one specific thing, but I had a few. It had been in the back of my mind for, for many years. And that was in L.A.? You were in L.A. at that point? Yeah, I was moving here. I, I lived here, and I, I was on the road, actually, when it, when it happened. Oh, when it happened? Because mm-hmm. I feel like L.A. is a lot of people's, that's where they kind of Yeah, well, there's a lot the, of good sobriety out here, too. It, oh, is, oh, is that why? Yeah, in Texas, it's very hard. <laughs> It's, yeah, it, it, for me anyway. Well, is it a life? I mean, in Texas, it's just like a beer a culture. Right? Yeah, I mean, you, we party out there. You yeah. know, it's bars and happy you hours. Drive out and to the barn. And I mean, were there like and barn parties and shit? There wasn't any barn parties. I mean, I'm sure there's <laughs> barn parties somewhere. But <laughs> I just assume. I just assume like it's Friday night lights where like everyone like goes to the quarterbacks. Yeah, we, we watch the football game and then and then and then drink beers on our tailgates. <laughs> Can you drink and drive? You're easily? not supposed to, but, no, but yeah, everyone does. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have. I look. I look I have a lot of friends that have gotten DWIs in Texas. I also have a lot of friends, myself included, have got out of DWIs oh, yeah. in Texas. Oh, yeah. Well, in Rhode Island, my, my whole thing was like, look, you can have a beer on the highway. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not over .08, why don't we just install the breathalyzer into the steering wheel and you can drink until you hit that? Sure. And if, like, you're going from .02 to .05 that too quick. like a slippery slope. Yeah. No, but I'm just, but I, I know, but I'm just saying, like, if you're, like, it's like, oh, shit, he went from .03 to .07, shut it down. You know what I mean? Like, like the car is about to, like, Because, be... well, just because you're at .07 now doesn't mean you're not going to be at .09 I know, and then the car minutes. shuts off. Right. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I do. Like, I do shit, I got to get off this bridge. <laughs> Like I gotta go pull now, over. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the purge. Have, you gotta like, get home before midnight. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board. If there's anyone listening in Silicon Valley, can we make this a thing? I drove my car into a ditch in Texas, and I was, <laughs> but <laughs> and I should have gone to jail. But I was literally in front of my house, and the guy just laughed at me. Oh man, I was like, yeah, get it in the morning. It had four flat tires. I wasn't going anywhere. You know, it, oh <laughs> it's God. funny because it's like hey, you're not supposed to like joke around about that shit because like people die, like it happens. Yeah. But like people die doing other things we joke around right. about. Yeah, like it's the like, lady with a tiger. Did you see oh, that geez. Yeah, I did. No, no, I didn't see. I can't watch stuff like that. No. It, did, it wasn't. It wasn't gory. He started to me in the car on the way to the gym, and then he kept talking for like the next five minutes, and I didn't hear anything because I was just still thinking about like this lady, and I guess she was having an argument with her husband, and that's why she got out of the car. Oh God! Yeah, that's the worst. And she died. No, she oh. got bald, <sighs> and her worse. mom died, or like his mom, some Oof. an old lady that like got out to help. The husband at that point's like they both have to go. Yeah, like, there's no recovering from that. It's weird. Guilt. Facebook has now become, and I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but Facebook has now become the faces of death videos. <laughs> Do you remember the VHSs that you would click? Yeah. You guys remember those? And no. like the back of the gas stations, you could buy. Oh uh, yeah, they'd be like the like red tape videos of just like gory shit. Yeah, shit like it'd that. Be like, ro- which rodeo guy was gored in the ass? It'd always be like <laughs> yes. something. You'd be like oh, I need to see this. <laughs> something terrible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I heard this thing recently that was like this are sort of like having these kind of videos on our faces all the time is making people go one of two ways. Either like they get really desensitized mm-hmm. or like it's kind of fucking them up and making them like a little like more depressed or something. Yeah. And I noticed that like I can't I just have to not look at a lot of those videos too. Yeah. Like I saw this one. He said it wasn't gory and I watched it. But like she I gets dragged I, out of frame by a black like dark 
figure like monster <laughs> like yeah you just kind of you don't see anything happening you just kind of see like, her oh, get fuck. dragged away and, and also and it is it's scary. in beijing so it's you're kind of like this isn't a western country where you feel like oh like some like fucking you know italian guy gets ripped from his home it almost feels farther apart for me why is that why, yeah. why do you think that because like you it's hear the same like, reason you're still allowed to make fun of asians on stage yeah it's just like, but, but it's like a plane crash you're like oh my god malaysian <laughs> airlines okay okay what were they doing some yeah. funny business on <laughs> that plane? they ever find that plane <laughs> no if that was a spirit airline you know we'd be like all right where is this thing yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I, I hate spirit yeah, I spirit that, can get out of here that plane's in a hangar somewhere in some islands you think i mean the mo- the longer you go without finding the plane you're like come on yeah but but here's the thing you, you think about how vast and i know we're jumping all over the place but who cares you think about how vast like the ocean might be mm-hmm. we have 34 miles of fire that were burned in the last three days yeah. in la that's 33,000 acres right of and it's like that's in los angeles county it's down the street and they can't even get to it all right and we drove by it tasha and i drove by it um that friday night. night i did a show on palmdale mm-hmm. so we literally drove through the highway and we like head out the window you felt like you were just in a campfire right and it in it's and it looked beautiful and it smelled amazing yeah, it did. It felt like camping. And I think you can appreciate like a. Na- I think you can appreciate like the wonder of the world sure. without you know. Luckily, only one dude has died so far. Like some like. But people, you know, eighteen homes destroyed or something. That's but that's like an easy. Like, and that's what we need in LA is to waste more water putting out fires. I, that's exactly what I thought. You know what Where I mean? the fuck is this water coming yeah. from? Yeah. We've been like you know harvesting you know s- short showers and. Everybody's mm. got to go vegan. There you go. That's the answer. Go vegan. I'm sure the... Well, and, and it wasn't even in... I mean, th- th- I saw turtles on the news getting shipped out. I don't know if people listening understand because I know when you click on like CNN, you just get politics and shit. I don't know if, if this is a there world... There was fire. I saw them on at the gym today. They were broadcasting about the fire on like one of the big... Oh, that was oh really? CNBC or something. This is how I know that the news is big is if my mom in Texas texts me texts me about it. And if she hasn't, then I'm assuming it's not that big. Yeah. yeah. Like she'll call up and she's like, oh my God, I heard San Diego had an earthquake. I'm like, that's San <laughs> I was very actually far. surprised that my dad hasn't called me about this fire yet. Yeah. My mom was like, you need, um, she, what did she say? I need she, a face mask <laughs> and bottled water. <laughs> like, That's just to live in LA. Though. Yeah. That's <laughs> just it. I was like, do you know, uh, we have a, uh, a tree, a little plant right there that's already trash. I got to return it to Trader Joe's. This, the air before, like we can't grow plants in Silver Lake. Right. We can't. I don't. And so what the fuck are we breathing in if I can't grow a plant that's supposed to like that's filter? Not good. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Do you, have, do you have that same problem in the valley? Yeah. Everywhere at this place. It's the same. It's just, it's all you the can't same. even breathe out here. You yeah. can't drive your car. You can't breathe. It's, anybody uh, who doesn't is not in the entertainment <laughs> system. And anybody who doesn't is not in the entertainment business that lives out here is crazy. To yeah. Me. yeah. Like, what do you, like we're here for pure. Why? Right. Like why would you want to live here? Now, so you've been you here. Do, you do stand up. You started stand up in Texas, mm-hmm. and now Dallas. you're doing it here. Yeah, in okay. Barnes. We used to perform in Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> the old barn burner here. The old knee slapper. I've been out here for four years. I just imagine like comedy in Texas is just like Footloose, the movie. You're just like people. You can't laugh in these parts, and you just have like these quiet little. Mm-hmm. Everything's booked by Kevin Bacon. Nice. And, <laughs> and his dad and his um and and then the girl's dad's John Lithgow. Yeah, right? always. Yeah. Do you know it's that? From, okay, we're going way back here. You have to get passed by Lithgow You're to in your do 30s, the improv. Right? She's, she's not in her thirties yet, so uh, I miss these. You're missing it. Uh, no, Dallas Comedy is great. It was really awesome. I loved it. There was uh, there's two improvs there, and 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 then there's three hyenas, which is like the mid level club. <laughs> oh, oh awesome. seriously? Yeah, I it's you're great. Kidding. It's one of my favorite clubs. Seriously? Yeah. 
Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Mm-hmm. And the improvs are like the best. I mean, yeah, there's five clubs within 15 minutes. No of each shit. Other. Yeah, it's really rad. Well, I always thought like 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 Tasha's from Kentucky, and and she that's near since where she's from near Cincinnati. Uh-huh. So like if you lived in that area, you got Columbus, Cincinnati, St. Louis. I mean Nashville. Dayton. You're talking like three uh, up to three or four hour drives. But you know to do a spot here, I mean I might drive two hours and not even get that far away. Yeah, that's the thing. Those Midwest guys, they're they're really strong comics, and they can also make a living doing comedy because everything is paid. yeah everything's they're just an hour merch. drive. People like, yeah. I'll support that. Yeah. I'll support your comedy. And then you got the guy who's, you know, they've all got a fucking joke that they have to tell because on, they have on their the shirt. Yeah. I can't, I can't hate on them for it. No. I, I, I don't do it, but I also don't. It's a great life. Then yeah. you move out here and like, you want to do five minutes in a comic book store? You're like, oh, yeah. God, what am I doing? And then and then two years later, you finally get that spot and you're like, yes. Yeah. You're right. like, oh my gosh, my, like what I've grown to enjoy is so low. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like because I started in Dallas, and we, you know, it was a hierarchy there. If you were decent, you could start hosting at the Improv pretty fast. Uh, then you would feature, and then you would, you know, you would work your way up here. And then I moved out here. I'm like fighting to be in a bucket at a bar show at one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, please call oh my name. My I just want to do three minutes. I know. <laughs> and there's no, I don't have a solution to it other than you got to be proactive to get back to the road. And you're going back to Texas this uh, this month. Yeah, uh, the first two weeks of August. You fly or you drive? I, I fly. You fly. Yeah. Yeah, you don't. Have you ever done that road trip? I did it coming back. I did it coming out here, and I did it once after that. Yeah. And it's a, it's brutal. It's brutal. It's I've done bad. Texas is about the halfway mark from New York to LA, which I've done three times. Oh, so really? So you took the southern route? Yeah, Route Forty, which is like the sixty Route sixty six, whatever. So mm-hmm. I feel like Route Forty went through Amarillo, like the top hat of Oof, Texas. Yeah. But on my way here, the last time I was getting so bored with this one highway that you literally take across the country, mm-hmm. that I went to Austin. So I did go down and in around. Oh, but, so you um, went that way? Yeah. Yeah. Most of the trip from Texas to here is just getting out of Texas. Yeah, Texas is crazy huge. It's yeah, it's, it's just crazy. I mean, and then you've got so Arlington. That's is that outside of Dallas? Mm-hmm. Arlington, yep. and then I've done Fort Worth. I've mm-hmm. seen like the stockyards and all that shit. Yeah. So I'm kind of a local now. Yeah, dude. You're, you're, <laughs> <laughs> Fort Worth is like when people think like what you thought about Texas earlier. Yeah, like, oh, it's kind of like cool Keith Urban, Texas. Yeah, the, the, all the cops are on horses and and. But and Texas is really like button up shirts tucked into your jeans, like mm-hmm. just, like trying to survive the dust bowl. I mean, I could yeah. be very wrong. I've yeah, we all have six shooters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so you're in in right now. You're out in L.A. Mm-hmm. Girlfriend, she's out of town, so you. Get mm-hmm. to be on my podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. I actually, <laughs> how much more work do you get done when your girlfriend's out of town? Dude, I scheduled Shut so up. much stuff this week. <laughs> <laughs> this is my fifth podcast today. Dude, but it's so true. It is so like Tasha will be like, oh, I gotta go on the road for something. I'm like, well, I'm gonna go build a pyramid because I've got right. free time. So <laughs> much time. <laughs> I'm like gonna be health. I mean, I'm be healthier, but I'm at the gym. I'm doing things. Like I'm just yep. not <laughs> just. And I've it's killed no it this to week, you, Tasha. It's just that's how guys yep. guys do their productivity. I've killed it this week, and it's only Monday. Yeah. <laughs> You've done twice as many shows. You've got a new yeah. hour special. <laughs> I'm going to be on HBO tomorrow. And you're on the Sex Actually podcast, which I will brag, is in the charts on the sexuality section of iTunes Ooh, today. Ooh, nice. You ever notice your downloads and it just spiked like quadruple? And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Right. Like, no one tweeted it or something. It's just... See, I need to change mine from comedy to that. I just did it. Yeah, that's pretty smart. I did it last month and I made the mistake of... Un- Forgetting to check the explicit button, so I immediately got kicked off iTunes. Oh, really? And I was like, ah, fuck! And yeah. then I like had to like you know tell them I had to fix everything and run it through all these sure. syndicators and be like, but yeah, you were off iTunes for at least a week, oh, right? Maybe two weeks. It yeah, and crazy. I had, like sheer panic attack, right? Yeah, yeah my yeah. numbers went up. Yeah, I don't know why my numbers went up when I was off iTunes. They went up on they like got featured on another site. Uh-huh. I, th- I think what happened was 
Um, they didn't go up because I was off iTunes. They went up because I switched to health and sexuality. Right. No, no one listening cares about this. But it's like the funny. McRib. When it's gone, you really <laughs> want it. Yeah. My podcast is the McRib. It is just it's not the Chick-fil-A of Sunday's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and uh, we're back, bitch. So, um, so anyway, so, okay, so what's, uh, what's going on with your relationship? Like, fill us in. Because I don't think I've met your girlfriend, right? Uh, I don't think so. She doesn't do comedy. She's, an, she's a regular person. She's great. Um, she told, she's younger than me. And I just, I realized, because she was telling her, she went back home and she's telling her mom about me this trip. And I realized that she's dating an older guy, but with like none of the perks. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure, like her mom, oh, well, you got an older 10 years. Wow. He's probably got his own company. Yeah, well, no. <laughs> but he owns his own, his own house. I mean, well, he is roommates uh, <laughs> he has his own netflix password though he, well it's his roommate's password but he's got <laughs> but and I'm, i i could be wrong but i feel like you don't have kids so I, no so i no feel kids. like by default you've actually passed some of these like divorce and, and that was the thing she was like well he's not divorced and he doesn't have kids so i guess we like him yeah you're starting fresh you're starting like like tasha and i we're like look we um we haven't had to do the divorced in our 20s thing right so like that's kind of like a win in and of itself like, thank yeah. god right like like i'm not i'm not oh, i don't have a ton of money in my savings and all but i also uh Review, please. Yeah. <laughs> What's but, that? But I also don't have like a fifty thousand dollar wedding with photo albums that I want to burn. Yeah, you know what and I mean? that's the thing. I don't have I don't have wedding debt. I don't have student loan debt. I don't have any debt. So that's kind of a plus. I just don't have go. any coming in. We're just killing it by default. Right. We're just, yeah. We're just it, barely floating the surface. Yeah. You don't lose if you don't bet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so how long have you been dating for? Uh, five months. So oh, still oh, it's kind of so new. you haven't yeah. met the parents or any yeah. of that. No, the no, parents. No, she was just breaking the Yeah, news. they just found okay. out about oh, me. Okay, I didn't. Okay. Yesterday. So she, okay. So I, that's kind of curious. Five months, they find out about you. That sounds about right. So she never said like on the phone, like, oh, I'm dating a new guy or. No, it was one of those deals um, to handle with her mom was um, she wanted to do it face to face. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I mean, why? I mean, why not? Like, there's. Yeah, yeah. it's hard. Like, uh, via over the phone when you're, you know, f- for a gr- for a woman, it's hard because, well, who is he? You know, I what don't know this guy. Where is she from? Uh, uh, Michigan. Oh, okay. She's from Michigan. So Midwest. She, Michigan's a cool. They're cool people. Yeah. Although, so, the whole mid up and down. Basically, the farther inland you get, I think the nicer people get. Maybe it's just a face to face thing. Maybe you know. I don't know. Yeah. No, you're right. It, it definitely. And um, this is one of those deals. She wanted to do it face to face because there's a lot of questions via the phone, and and so you get there, you could sit her down. Here's what he. Does. Does. Here's his pictures. Here, yeah, you know, sure. my mom's just like, oh god, please just get married. Like she doesn't give a shit. Like, you know, oh, really? when you're a guy, we, yeah. We had been friends, and my family kind of knew of. Well, you they knew as me because I, yeah, I was friend zoned, like watching the dog, and like so. I think by default, I would like Skype with Tasha with the dog. Oh, you oh, know, so like, you guys like, were friends well, I would first? Be, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, not for because you had met long, my sister. You had met my I sister met Tasha's briefly, sister, and then years earlier, and Tasha's sister was like, "Are you? What did she say? She's like, are you dating him? No. Well, then give him my info. <laughs> really? Oh, that's cool. I was like, did yeah, you, all right. Did you give him her info? Absolutely not. Why? He was, she, fr- he was your she friend. She was just being. She was just. No, joking. but then what happened? What happened about a month before we started dating was Tasha was home for Christmas and I was like stuck in LA. I had some shows. I was like, I gotta stay, and I was like trying to be like a hard ass. I probably should have gone home, but I'm watching the dog and I'm like. And and I'm skyping with Tasha and Tasha's sister, and and they're both cute. They're cute. They're I nice girls. I think the call had failed or something. The call right? was going and so in and out, back? right? No, no, it was going in and out. So mm-hmm. like it was like frozen, and then it unfroze on my end, and I and I heard Tasha's sister be like saying something, and then Tasha got really embarrassed, and I looked at both of them, and I was like, "Hi guys," <laughs> and I was like. Oh, you guys were talking about me. I was like, Tasha likes me, doesn't she? Or I said something like that, and then and then and then Tasha's sister's like, Ah! 
and they and I was like, gotcha. And I just kind of <laughs> guessed my way into that. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, that's a great story. I and guess. then um, I didn't. I was like, I, I was like, I you know, Tasha's gone for a few weeks. I was living in the valley. I had a house with a pool. I was like, I can't have this dog be killed. Right. By what? And I, of course, I throw a party, and the dog running out into the street. And I'm like, fuck! Like, oh my god, this dog is my key. I need to. Could you imagine? <laughs> you find out she likes you finally, and you murder the dog. <laughs> no, I mean, if, like, look, if you ever want to keep your dog safe. Give it to a guy who's into you. I guess. Give it to a guy who wants to. Yeah, yeah. He will not fuck that dog up. That's like a new dog walking service. Yeah. <laughs> the, the friend zone dog walkers. <laughs> Dog's got like a perm. He's just like really healthy. His nails are clipped. That's such a cute story. I love finding out where like different couples like meet at and how they come to be. Especially doing stand up because you hear so many like funny stories like on the road and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like every show I ask uh, one or two couples like where they met at just because I love to, to find that. Because it's like, it's so crazy. Like, there was somebody the other night that he'd hit her with his car. Oh, my God. Wow. And they were exchanging and, like, hit her, like, physically hit her. Not her car. Her. And they were oh, exchanging. Oh yeah. Right. Like, with his car. With his car. <laughs> and they were exchanging information. Uh, there, was a, there was a couple the other night in Florida, and I asked him where they met at, and she said, I thought he was my Uber driver. <laughs> she, like, got in the back she of his car. She got in the wrong car, and they've been together for six months. And he just put in the drive. Yeah. He's like, let's do it. Take me to my apartment. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> I've had people get into my car before. Yeah. I mean, in L.A. I, yeah. So, like, I've, I've literally pulled over to the side of the road with friends in the car. And then they just get in because they think they're part they of like a Uber pool like, or something. Where are we going? Yeah. And that's fine. But I'm like, no, this isn't for you. That's a really cute story. So you got back. Were you nervous for her to come back? No. I mean, I think she, you came back or something. And then like um, we, and then you were here for a few weeks and we still weren't dating. And I was sort of like over it. I was like, fuck this. We went on a hike and you were like, we'd already, we'd already like kissed once or twice. And like she wasn't having it. And then we No, went, we didn't really kiss. You had like awkwardly tried to kiss me. Yeah, I kissed you. And like I asked a... you out. And you were like, you, and she said like, wouldn't that be weird? Like. I asked her out. I texted her one night. You texted her to ask her I, out? Yeah. Oh, dude. No, bro. This, and he's running a dating re- and relationship yeah. advice Always podcast. Call. Yeah. Always call. Always call. This is what I, I'm such Well, a- I should have done that to put her on the spot because then, then she didn't have time. She wouldn't have had time to craft a response. But I was kind of like letting her have, a, have an escape route. I By think. the way, may I say, I can't take credit for that. I, my co-host is a professional life coach and she was the one that told me that. So I didn't yeah. just come up with that. But that's the always call to ask out you the first time. You have to be very specific. And mm-hmm. I say this. I've said it many times on this podcast i'm a huge proponent of like uh, call her or ask her to her face Mm -hmm. but say but say i want to take you on a date Date. this is a date date. is proponent the right word yeah i think so we can google it (laughs) but Um, no that's very important because uh so my my girlfriend like i was like hey we should uh we should go because we like we would go we would hang out sometime we would have like breakfast and stuff and and then i was like hey we should go out next week she was yeah i would love to get breakfast and i was like no like on a date you know like out out and she was like oh oh okay yeah you know that way your intentions like because i've talked to girls before they've been on dates halfway through not knowing it was a date yeah Yeah. they just thought that they were hanging out with this cool guy we're not mind readers and (laughs) i think in any like but you knew i liked you by that point maybe a little crush on me but guess what babe you are not the first Ooh. guy friend who maybe had a little crush on me and she's like, had a lot of dog walkers I don't know, <laughs> I don't know like, what, who's the, like what your intentions are like sometimes guys just they want to fling or whatever I'm not trying to get involved with somebody who's not serious and so I kind of just blow those things off I well but obviously I follow I followed up with it but basically I sent her a text in the afternoon like we should go out what are we doing why aren't we doing this and right. then like the next day she's like wouldn't it be weird I was like it is now it's <laughs> right. weird yeah. No, you've made it weird. You right. took too long to respond. No, but you did. But that's I, my fault because I gave you the, I gave you the opportunity to like be like, oh, he's probably drunk. But I followed up with it. I mean, you know, eventually. And you know, that's my that was my fault. But here we are. 
But there's no perfect way to court or date. It's so weird and it's so uncomfortable and there's so many missteps. And when people actually get together and get in a relationship, it's like there's so many processes to get there that I just applaud it. Yeah. Because there's so many, especially for guys, there's so many opportunities for us to fuck it up. Of course. You know what I mean? From A to B, there's so many things that we could just screw up. And I'm like the king of that. Well, and I wasn't used to like honestly being the guy who really pursued a girl that bad. Mm -hmm. Like that I was friends with. Like I've never done the get out of the zone type of thing. Right. And and what it was is I just kind of like literally sat down when she just lived here by herself and I had a show that night. And it was like we it was like way after I asked her out and this and that. And I was like, look, we had we had gone hiking that day and we're sitting in a fucking tree. It's the gayest story ever. I know we're like in a tree. And she's like, I'm not going to date a guy who's in their 40. And I was like, well, what the fuck am I doing really? talking to you? Like, what the, what's but wrong also, with you? also, still at that point, you hadn't really been, like, up front, like, I want to date you. You had kind of said these sort of, like, flaky things. Well, I also didn't know for months that I wanted to date you. Like, I was doing my own thing, staying friends with you, and then I reached a point where I was like, no, I don't want to be friends with you. Yeah, anymore. but you didn't reach that point with me right, allowed verbally. <laughs> Hi, Justin, so, I have a question. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you made the 40 statement so he would be clear with his intentions? I doubt Maybe. It. Is that why you're like, listen, I only want to date a four-year-old unless you can convince maybe, me otherwise. Or maybe I, I wanted to be specific about my intention to be like, listen, whatever this flaky sort of flirty thing you're doing, it's not And you just step it up. It wasn't flaky, but I could see that you were probably had some emotional stamp from other dudes in their 20s and 30s that weren't like where you wanted them to be. And that's fine. That wasn't that wasn't on me. I And then I made my intention. I was like, I can't be friends with you anymore. I'm not going to wait for you to find some guy in his 40s who's right. going to take you out. Peace. So that was the <laughs> statement that you were like, all right, yeah. listen. I went to my show. It was kind of a, it was a tough conversation, and I still don't even think she really understood like how serious I was about it. But then I was like, I wasn't saying I wasn't going to stay friends with her. I was just like, I'm, I need to emotionally like move in a different place. Mm-hmm. I go home for a few weeks. I come back. I have t- I'm, I'm sorry for people listening that have heard this a million times. I get off the plane, sign off of airplane mode, and I get a text from Tasha saying, I'm at the airport. Let me know. Let's go hang out and get a drink or whatever. I, pr- I think I'm pretty sure we stayed together for the next two or three days. Yeah, maybe. I, ca- I, ca- <laughs> <laughs> I got my timeline down. I don't know about you. <laughs> anyway. And, um, That's awesome. And that was the first time that I got to meet one of her friends, Cherub, whatever. I feel like I never met her before. And like we went out in a group setting and then you know got drinks after whatever. So that was that. And so here we are. That's awesome. But, um, but yeah, moving along. So, 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 and so we've, and I've got to know, obviously, Tasha's family. I've spent two Christmases with them now, which, by the way, don't expect that to be every year. Like, my family does Christmas well, too. I just want you to know that. I know she's won two years in a row here, but we do a pretty good Christmas to the old uh, household. But so this week we're going, we're getting to go on a family trip with her family, okay. which is kind of cool. Um, so we're going to British Columbia. So that's, oh, a nice. perk, that's a perk of relationships. You get like an extra wingman. You get to like more drinking partners. Mm-hmm. I guess, like. There you go. So like Tasha's mom. What? Why are you looking at me all weird? I don't understand that. Like your mom loves to like have a morning beverage on vacation. Like <laughs> yeah. That, that's not the worst <laughs> thing in the world to be like, Jeannie, what's going on? Jeannie's got like that bag of margarita. <laughs> it's like he nonchalantly <laughs> called your mom an alcoholic. <laughs> that look that she just gave you. Which well, is funny because she's really not at all. Right. But she lo- like, and vacation. if it's a special occasion, yeah. like when we're home for, she wants to like serve us. She wants us to be having a good time. So yeah, she's like fixing up we're, mango margaritas. Oh, nice. like, we were building a patio. It was like 9 a.m. and we're just carrying 100 pounds of bricks whatever building this patio and this is a couple months ago yeah it was really hot and her mom's just serving us margaritas like first thing in the morning i'm just like i'm still <laughs> margaritas in the morning oof yeah and not like blended like these were on the rock right just margaritas. straight tequila I'm just but like yeah, licking salt off the rim Phoenix, trying not to sweat too, too hard. she like went the for her first stop was like to get drinks for the house 
Yeah. <laughs> Dude, your mom sounds awesome. Yeah, by the way. She's a lot of but fun. she gets to decide. She wears the pants because she's like, her job's not the like not as flexible. So she, when she picks wh- which week they're going on vacation, where they're going, and expects everyone to fall into line. Mm-hmm. But we were like, all right, like well, we're, that's cool. My so. sister's not falling into line though. She's going on a different vacation. She was talking to me about it the other day. She was like, well, you know, they mom had like sort of mentioned it, but she hadn't like pulled the trigger and like booked the flights and everything yet. And she had agreed to ride with. Debbie to South Carolina. Well, you've never, yeah, like your sister's never been on vacation with us. We've only, we've only been to her, like her, like where she lives. Yeah. Like she, like, and she's always working. So like we, we kind of just like interrupt her life. I feel like we've never, I've never seen her in the vacation mode, except for the first time we met when she thought I was cute. So, so have you, okay. So your relationship five months in, mm-hmm. um, are, are there any of those, like it's getting serious feelings or are you mm-hmm. still like yeah. guys playing it cool? No, yeah, it's very. We've had you know many. Like I'm older, and you know, so I kind of clear with what I want, and I've kind of had that conversation in the beginning. So yeah, so it's kind of moved pretty naturally in that in, in that direction. There's not there has there wasn't a lot of like I don't know if he likes me, I don't know if she likes me. It's been the yeah. intentions have been pretty clear, you know, from the beginning. How'd so you yeah. guys, how'd you guys meet? Uh, at a comedy club. Oh nice. Club, you were yeah. performing. Yeah, I was. Nice. Yeah. All right. So yeah. she got and you had a good set. Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're being nice. You're a strong comic. Thank you very I've much. Only seen probably... you. you know what's weird is like, you've seen me because you you work at one of the comedy clubs in town here. Mm-hmm. So you've seen me do like shit open mic shows, and I've only seen you do a really strong set. That's why, because I did. That. I just don't go to shitty open. No, I'm <laughs> That's I feel my like secret. I'm gonna stay away from these. That's my secret. I just don't do open mics. I was mics. thinking I'd probably get booked more if I didn't test material out. Yeah. Why are we testing it out so you can see that I. What doesn't work? Yeah, I know. That's the worst. Like doing open mics out here because then you just like you like lose all confidence in your material before yeah. you even get a chance to do it. But thank you. No, but you're also a very strong comment. I enjoy watching you. We do um the other. We do the haha cafe open mic a lot. So yeah, I always that's enjoy I watching say, yeah. you there. You're up. Yeah, and okay. So so you met at a comedy club. Uh-huh. You're five. So with the age difference, do you feel? Is it, there any generational differences? Because I mean, because we're at we're at a point. I'm 31. Mm-hmm. We're at, we kind of grew up. Like before, like we had to talk to people before Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. We we might have had AOL Instant Messenger or like a right. couple of those li- little chat tools where you might be so lucky enough to get a girl's screen name and you try to chat with her, right? But like, <laughs> I still think nowadays, like I don't, and I feel so old saying it, but I don't even know how where, where that where the younger people's dynamic is socially. Yeah, it's weird. We have a really weird relationship because she's very older for her age, and I'm horrifically immature. You know, she <laughs> so does, it's almost like you're the same age. We meet in the middle. Yeah. Like she doesn't have Facebook. I'm always on Facebook. Really? I I just got a selfie Why stick. Oh, she's she so young. She just doesn't. She well, just doesn't. Get, yeah. Facebook. Facebook got old. Yeah. My yeah, mom's Facebook on Facebook. Cool. You know but what I mean? Does she like, have Instagram and Snapchat? And all she that stuff? has uh, an Instagram that she barely uses. Oh, really? No Snapchat. No Twitter. Really? None of that stuff. Which is very nice, That's by the good. way. Uh, but you know, like I still like. <laughs> I like selfie sticks and and, <laughs> and I'm I'm reading Harry Potter right now for the I first love time. Harry. Oh, never read Harry no, Potter. No, I'm just no. I'm just you know the only thing that I almost bought when I was shopping the other day and not having I was trying to buy a blazer and you can't mm-hmm. buy a blazer when what you want to buy is a blazer. They just don't have them anymore. Right. And there was this Harry Potter shirt and it was on sale at Bloomingdale's or wherever I was. And I that was the only thing I was interested in buying and I'm still kind of regretting That's that. That's a shopping ADD if you went from yeah. a work blazer to Harry to Potter. Right, yeah. <laughs> so we kind of meet in the middle. Like she, like she has like a real job, and she has like her own place, and like this and that, and I'm like a real job, like a nine to five, type like of a job? nine to five, and I'm like doing podcasts, and I went and saw Taking Back Sunday last week, you know, like I'm just like a twenty year old, and she's like the thirty year old. Well, in so because uh, I've always asked people this as far as schedules line up, 
like you know like i've always wished tasha's job i mean it would be nice if what it, what she does lined up with like 5 p.m to midnight because mm-hmm. that's when usually yeah. we have to be doing shit yeah do you find that you kind of like touch and go or do you have to be specific with like dates you're gonna hang out yeah we definitely have to schedule stuff which is kind of good for me um because it's very like you can look forward to things and like okay on saturday you're off so we're gonna do this 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 and this and then tuesday you get off at five so that we can take a trip somewhere and so you kind of look look forward to that instead of like what do you want to do tonight look i don't know what do you want to do tonight so we can kind of plan things which is nice yeah Uh uh-huh now, how do you? Uh, I want to change uh, subjects yeah. slightly. How do you feel about advice that you can give to a couple that's married but on the fritz? Because I have a e- reader email I might mm-hmm. want to read. Yeah, no, we get that question a lot. Um, for me, what it boils down to most of the time is communication. Um, so many people want to when there's a problem they want to hold it in whether it being the guy who wants to be the cool guy like I don't ever get jealous. Nothing bothers me. Do what you want, babe. Or like the or like. Um, we had a, like a listener one time. She was like, she was super angry, but she didn't know how to communicate that without sounding nagging. So she just didn't say anything, and so that that like that kind of builds Builds up. Resentment and and all that. All right. Well, let me read this email from this girl or lady. I haven't read it yet because I I got it today, and I was like, oh, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to have any pre like I don't want to have any prejudice to what um Mm -hmm. what went on here. But hold on a second. It's going to take me a second to pull this up here. Yeah. uh, So why you look that up? So I guess like in our experience, most of the time it just comes to communication and and not talking. with your partner not having that open dialogue i think yeah. personally yeah, well, this is kind of long so let me see if i can um yeah, uh, we'll go through this we'll call her katie okay that's not a real name so if people if other people do want to write in this is our first at our new um, email address sex actually podcast at gmail.com but i'm glad to help you out here katie she said hi dave i realize and uh, the subject was is it a boy thing or is he just an asshole so Probably not. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> we'll find out. Hi, Dave. I realize the same. <laughs> writing to a podcast for relationship advice is neither appropriate nor particularly productive. But here I am, feeling like I have no one else to ask. Oh, that's Aww. sweet, but sad. When you need, yeah. when you need help, and when you really have a problem, there's no shortage of self help books that you like, right. or like shit that. No, you can but who's to. trying to read a whole book just to get? I own an all of them. I own all the self help books. Yeah, we got them all in here. We can talk about. Them. You, you got, sent to him too. I own about forty. Is this a guy thing? No, I it's, it's called you're book. a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just can't get get help then because I've got the superior man. Got I've it. got codependent no more. Got it. Facing um, love addiction. Got it. W- wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I uh, met my brother. Get off your butt. B u t t. Uh, no, B-U-T, like excuses. And then I've got uh, all the one. self-improvement ones. Uh-huh. Like I've got like the Wayne Dyers. Wayne, the, I have uh, every Wayne Dyer. Uh, <laughs> I have Tony Robbins. Oh, we just, watched, we just watched Did the Tony watch? Robbins documentary. That's great. It's incredible. Did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. It I'm not so your good. guru. And I'm like, I'm like holding back tears. Yeah. And then I look over. I keep on looking at Tasha. No, no tears. Yeah. Dry eyes. What uh-huh. the fuck is wrong with you? I just not listen. When that dude stands up and, he, and they hug and he starts crying and they kick the music up. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that it's like an ineffective thing. I'm not saying, you know, I, I definitely think that people need this kind of support. Mm-hmm. But I do think that if, if these people are paying $5,000 a ticket to show up, it's because they really need help. You don't drop $5,000 if you're not like really struggling with some things. So... Th- I'll the pay fact for that like go. all of these people are like ha- having like a huge movement or whatever, uh, it it's just kind of like well they're already like very at risk people. For me, it was I don't know. I'm dating. I just, I'm dating a robot. That's what, that's what my book's no, gonna be. No, I just, date a robot. I just think like how long you've been with Dexter, people, <laughs> having these right? breakthroughs and like. Uh, 
and being moved to tears. It's like, yeah, it's like an emotional experience. It's like a stress, a stressful experience. They go for 14 hours a day. But you, cho- we all choose different things Like you choose. Like you've got your relationship with Boone, the dog. And like, I remember once uh, Tasha told me a story about the dog. I won't repeat the story. It's not, a, it's not, a, but here's the thing. It's never a big thing to the outside, but you had a story where like you really bonded with him when like, so when like someone was a real jerk to you. And like you broke down, and I was loving it I because think that might have been the first time you ever saw me cry. Oh, but yeah, right? and you literally lost your marbles. It was great. <laughs> so we, we were at a, we were at a friend's house, so you couldn't even like hide from it. Boone and is the like, Tony Robbins of dogs. Yeah, but the, I, I use Boone as a, as symbolism all the time. I'm like, you just sometimes you just gotta pet the dog. You gotta pet him and like love him because you know he's just gonna love you back, mm-hmm. and like he gives you whatever you give him. And he's in he like we're as humans we were kind of guarded and we're not as needy as we should be sometimes. Not no toxic way but we should like you know appreciate having our belly rubbed let's Mm -hmm. move on with this my husband and i are on the verge of divorce one of the primary reasons being that he does not that he does put effort into the being that he does not put effort into the romantic non-sexual intimate aspects of the relationship he doesn't so like dinners and flowers yeah she's elaborating she yeah i did not because that was a typo on her end um he doesn't do sweet things on any day Jeez, this is fucking really negated sentencing, uh, which I wouldn't mind if he would show up on big days like my birthday or anniversary. Oof. <laughs> I'd love to know how long they've been married, but to his credit, I will say that his job is very stressful. No. Uh, she said that capitalized, very stressful. Yeah, that's a codependent thing. Yeah. To be like, he's trying hard, but I understand Unless it. he's the president. Yeah. Even then, the president Even gets then. to take off for his wife's birthday. Yeah, you can get a how card. How great would that be if, if Michelle Obama was writing? <laughs> uh my job is stressful. Uh, to his credit, I will say his job is very stressful. Um, um, uh, his schedule uh, changes daily and his days off are Monday and Tuesday. So there's an element of physical and mental stress that I'm willing to be understanding of. He also is supporting us financially. So I feel like I can't ask for um, ask him for more, but I want a little more. My birthday is Friday. Uh, this is coming out on Friday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Our birthdays are two weeks apart. So it's not like he can forget. Even though we discussed it last night, he texted me at work to ask what we were doing. He also asked for my work address so he can send me flowers. That's sweet. I texted him the address and recommended he ask his friend who has traveled to the destination and we selected for some recommendations on where to stay and things to do. Oh, so they're going on a trip. <clears throat> for Sounds the, like a it. birthday trip. Sounds like it. Okay, wrapping it up. I know, capitalize no, that once his once this comes together, his expectation is that I'm going to fall all over him with gratitude and want to spend the entire trip fucking his brains out. But I'm uh, Katie. But I'm <laughs> sa- so sad that I don't know if I can get my Ladywood up for this. <laughs> I like this chick, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ladywood. He keeps telling me that he's just not good at planning things like most guys. But I can't get past that. Planning my own birthday just feels like I'm seducing myself. Is he right? Are there guys that just can't plan shit, or is he an unbelievably lazy asshole? Thank you, Katie. Oh, she left her phone number. Did she call her in? That's not a real name, by the way, but let's call her Katie. Um, so, I don't know. What do you think, Tasha? So, she's planned all this by herself? Like, she made, like, the travel arrangements and we the have, dinner arrangements? Our birthday's a week apart, so we have the same... We could, we have, we could like, relate to this in a way. Yeah. I mean, I can see... The, the, clearly, you don't get a divorce over this... Well, I think that this is probably just like a little piece of a bigger problem. Don't you think? Yeah, I don't know much more info other than um, his job. He can't take his stress out on her. She needs, uh, she's obviously sounds like she's dependent on him financially and also dependent on his mood and energy. And yet she's the one who's got to plan their trip. I, I don't know. The trip planning things not doesn't sound like as big a deal to me as her. Yeah, but it's her birthday celebration. 
I wonder if she's planning a joint celebration or if she's planning, like she planned a party for him and now she's planning the party for her. First of all, Katie, right back in after, because I think your birthday will have happened by the time you hear this. So right back in. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday. Uh, hope your ladywood gets up and you have some good sex with him. But I don't know. What do you think, Justin? Like what's, is there any, do you know enough info on Katie, this? Katie, I'm sorry. I think he's an asshole. He's an asshole? Yeah. I think that, uh, I think Katie deserves better. And like, I don't know the full story, obviously, but it's like. The whole email is full of justifications on why he's a prick. You know what I mean? If you have to – it's your wife's birthday. If you have to text her and be like, what are we doing? I I don't know, man. It sounds like they're having problems. They're on the the brink of divorce, and this is like one of those like save a relationship trips that she's also planning, by the way. I think if he was really committed to saving the relationship, he would have taken the initiative – to plan the trip and make it special for her. And it also sounds like what she said. She was like, I'm afraid that we're going to like this getaway and stuff, to, and he's just going to want to bang the whole time. Like Nothing is wrong. Nothing, she's planning the save the relationship trip. It's just it, it all yeah, sounds bad to me. It doesn't even sound like he's in, he's interested taking right. any initiative to save the relationship. Yeah, and like we were saying earlier, like I like we're all super busy. We live in LA. We have nine jobs. We do podcasts. We do comedy. But you can send a text. You can write a card. You can make somebody feel special. You know the fact that he has to ask her what her address is to send her flowers. Yeah, yeah like everyone has time. If you have time right. to take a shit, you don't know you any can. of her coworkers. Right. To ask her coworkers. Yeah, it sounds lazy, and it sounds like he's probably not as into it as she wants it to be. And it goes down to communication. You know, what What are we doing here? What's happening? And busy is never a good excuse. Never. It is not a good excuse. It's about whether or not you're truly passionate about something, truly motivated about something. Because, like, uh, the Sistine Chapel, right? Michelangelo, Mona Lisa, yeah. like, shit. Who was that? Um, Teresa. Mother Teresa. Like, you don't think all these people were busy, too, that managed to, like, change I'm the world? I'm pretty sure Mother Teresa didn't have Ladywood. I don't think that was an issue with her. <laughs> Who saying. knows? Maybe she did. Maybe she did. That's my two cents, though. Uh, I like it. Let me defend. Let me take Katie's side just uh, for the sense because I feel like, you know, I, I, I know what it's like. Like, if I've ever complained to a friend or something about Tasha, first things first, I'm like, look. This chick's great. She's got X, Y, and Z. There's a. I'm not an idiot for spending. You know what I mean? Like, right. like, and I'm sure with Katie, like, you're not an idiot for like. You don't need to justify your marriage. Like, there's clearly been. Yeah, he had good redeeming yeah. traits. The reason why you fell for this guy. But whatever, you know, I'm sure maybe if his job's so important, maybe at work he's got a lot of people that rely on him and mm-hmm. his egos. You know, through. But you, as your feminine energy, like you possess the strength to like reel him in. And and until you take a unique stand on certain things, like maybe you're not free. Maybe like one night he's like, all right, babe, I'm home from work at so-and-so. And you're like, no, I'm going to be at Zumba class at that time. So I'll leave right. something out. That's a big part of, um, after just saying I don't have any self-help books, but uh, men love bitches or men marry bitches. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember. But that was a big part of it. It's like you got to have your own thing going on. Like you can't just be at somebody's beck and call all the time. You have to be busy and you have to like honor y- your own things that you're doing that you're passionate about. Like whether it's dance class or like taking a pottery class or something like you commit to like, oh, every Tuesday night I go out with my girlfriends or every Wednesday night yeah. I'm at Zumba and and you do those things. And it doesn't matter if he happens to be off that night. Don't give up your thing to accommodate him. Right. And, and, and she can, I'm sorry, she can still, she can, if, if he, if she can be flexible enough 
where she can be free those two days, she can still be like fulfilled by her other things. But it sounds like unless you have all of your own hobbies and your own friend groups and all that in order, there's going to be resentment towards him. Like, oh, must be nice to be away at work doing all this. Like you get to go mm-hmm. on work trips or you get to like, I'm stuck at home with the kids or I'm stuck at home maintaining everything and you're getting the pay. Like there's so many ways you can build resentment. And, and a lot of, and sometimes resentment is channeled like when you're codependent in the form of, just still defending and, and like and, and knowing that you're enab- you're enabling him yeah. in one way or another and it's it's whether or not I guess I guess what I would say is this Katie has to feel like she's okay walking away and then you might find change. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also think that it has a lot to do with like what in my experience is self fulfilling prophecies. So when you set yourself up to be angry and you set yourself up for resentment, like, okay, my birthday is coming up. Is he going to remember? What's he going to do? Exactly. Where is he going? And then when it doesn't happen, you have more of a reason to be mad, to act out, to get pissed. Well, this is why I don't like, instead of sitting him down and hey, listen, this is what's going on. My birthday is coming up. I need you to step up. I need you to do this. I need you because I'm not feeling a connect. I'm not feeling connected or with you. Or have a conversation like my birthday's coming up and not drop hints like in the super sneaky way, but just be like, you know, I would love to do like go on a trip. Right. I would love to go to either Bahamas or Canada or whatever. Right. S- say the things like give him options so that he can plan it and he can make it his own and you can be happy that he took the lead on it, mm-hmm. but still have given him some ideas of things that you would really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're you're both absolutely right. Versus just being like, all right, here we go again, another year, another like, has birthday, he forgotten your birthday before. It, but he's a, it's a weird like, it's weird when you have both the fact that they both have joint birthdays. It really does take away that whole thing. Like, who's going to plan what? Well, like, it's for both of us. Yeah, it's like, because it, we do that. This we like do joint birthday parties, and I know you kind of like have said you wanted to have your own birthday party because I had friends throw me a party one year. Oh man, we're just never on the same page with what we want. I want to be at like some shitty, you know, crowded bar with like people buying pitchers of cheap beer. Like that's what I like. And mm-hmm. Tasha's like, no, that's not a thing. I, I want to have like a low key sort of thing. But we have done a really. I think we've had fun joint birthdays, don't yeah. you? I don't even know what we did this past year. Like, I don't even remember. Yeah. Do you? No. <laughs> so it really doesn't matter. We're at that age where it's like, come on. But uh, but when you're searching for things in your marriage to, like, latch on to, like, there's obviously this event. I'm really it's high, It seems like she has the stakes pretty high for this. So yeah. I'm a little worried for you guys. What did they do for his birthday? Well, this is it. Yeah, I think they're going it's on a group trip. Them. Yeah, It's celebrating both of their yeah. birthdays. Yeah. But she just doesn't want to be the one planning. I don't know. But I mean, he's and also if she's not, you know, the money maker of the family, then that can kind of, you know, maybe yeah. that's part of the resentment too. Is that like knowing that like she, you know, I don't know. I, I would just I say this: like it. going into it, there's so much we don't know. But right. but um, you know, I guess you have to kind of like build your case in a way where don't look for the bad things, but you know, just like make a note of them, like see how it goes. Maybe he'll step up to the plate. Maybe his job really is stressful. Maybe he just sucks at dealing with stress. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's not her fault. That's not her fault. But like, but it's true. Maybe that she's not his problem. A conversation needs to be had between the two of them. Absolutely. That, and it's obviously there's already resentment. Like, but you don't want it to be high stakes. You don't want it to be like coming into a conversation super stressed or like you yeah. said, already expecting that like that he's gonna fail. That the that this is gonna be a bad thing. It shouldn't have escalated to this. Mm-hmm. Like it should have been handled a long time ago before we got to like, all right, this is our last trip. If he doesn't step up, this is the end. Like, th- there's a lot. 
lot of steps that should have been addressed way before yeah, we got and here. Yeah, we don't know what they are, but I'm rooting for you, Katie. Yeah, so me too. let us know. I mean, and it takes a lot to even, like, reach out, and it shows that you're willing to either adjust or learn. But coming firsthand as a codependent, which I'm not going to say I'm proud of, but, sure. like, fuck it. So I want people to be happy. Mm-hmm. Sue me. You right. know what I mean? But it does breed. It'll let a guy like this run off with a little bit of a manipulating, you know what I mean? Like knowing she's going to always be the one who's like ready to go for him. He's going to, what, what guy, what I notice the guys do, it's like, we can live by ourselves. We can take the trash out and, and do all the things and, and, and pay the bills. But and like, so can girls. But what I'm saying is Tasha, you control the bills. I cut you a check. Like I don't have, I, I've never had the electricity turned off on me, but the second I know you're taking care of something, I back off that. And it doesn't mean I don't like I take out the trash and I do I do certain other things, but like I let you do things that you do. And if this girl is doing all the emotional things and all the maybe he's like, all right, she's going to plan way better than yeah, me. maybe he just has in his head that she likes to do the planning and expects yeah. her. I don't know. Yeah. Our last podcast, Shannon Lee, do you know, Shannon. Mm-hmm. She, OK, so Shannon Lee was on it, um, which was released today or if you're listening on Monday. And Shannon was um, the breadwinner in the relationship and her husband. She's divorced. Right. But her husband at the time would be, would be the guy cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. And so she would get mad at him because he would call up and be like, babe, what do you want for dinner? And she'd be like, I don't know. Make whatever. And she's mad at him because he's not taking initiative on what he's making for dinner. And I'm like, hold on a second. Right. And she's like, I, she's like, I know. I get it. I'm mad at him. And he's the one cooking me dinner. But like, there, it just go, it goes to show how far off you can be. Like this guy, I'm sure he's not... Uh, you know, just a just a certified a asshole. Guy right. trying yeah. He to probably make you feel thinks bad. you enjoy because I'm sure Katie does enjoy the control. Like Tasha, you love yelping all the places you're gonna where we could potentially go for dinner and this and that. And I let you do it. And then like, babe, don't you even care? I'm like, no. It's gonna be whatever you want anyway. Like, and so in my eyes, I've relinquished control and just let you be happy. But in your eyes, you're like you don't even care. And it's like that's not true at but all. But you know what I mean? You're a Yelp person. I'm not. You are a Yelp person. I'm not. I'm like a if it's a B rating, but I look through the windows, I'll go on my hunch. You know what I mean? B rating has nothing to do with Yelp. That has to do with like health and sanitation. Whatever. I, I only <laughs> eat at places with B ratings, by the way, because <laughs> they're too them. busy cooking awesome food to clean <laughs> up a little bit. Yeah, you should want the rats to be wanting to dine Dude, in the kitchen. My favorite Chinese restaurant has a B rating and i think that's generous <laughs> but the food is fire is it oh, it's, it's all amazing. politics if you get an if you get a c rating well, and you have the, the money you get a lawyer like, to get rid a of it. is still allowed to have like seven cockroaches in their food or yeah. something yeah. like yeah. a is still allowed to be gross I love there's so a quota if you can a, hit if there it's is. b then that's like way beyond horrible i made a frittata today there was a hair in it actually it. I, you right. know what when i real after i looked at it i think it was just like one of my eyebrow hairs fell sideways you didn't tell me that part, you bitch. Well, you w- you didn't even respond when I said there was hair in it, so I figured you weren't even listening. I can't tell you how many times I pulled s- someone else's hair out of a burrito, and I'm just like, I could make a stink about this, or just forget it and eat that bite real yeah. quick. That, and that's how I, that's kind of like my, that's my always philosophy. Been my in life. philosophy too is just kind of like I'm not going to lose my shit over the hair, but there was this toenail one time is a that toenail. I won't fuck Ew, that. But a hair, is like, yeah, you have to have a line somewhere. <laughs> that's my line: toenails, but like below the belt hair product. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So what were you going to say, Tasha? I was just going to say there was this one time we had soup somewhere. I don't remember where it was. Oh, you know what? I do remember where it was. Should I say it? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Mohawk Bend. You remember oh, we went place. there for a date? I love that place. And, and I was excited to go there. Do you know that place, Mohawk Bend? Mm-hmm. Because like uh, we, it was Sunset, like a date night we're having. And 
I ordered a tomato soup and I was really excited about this soup and there was a hair in it. And that was the one time that I was like, this is gross. But that's and I'm a disappointed. wet, that's, yeah. Yeah. A wet like yeah. a hair in a wet product is different than like a dry. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I didn't finish that soup. <laughs> I love that I can justify the yeah, The moisture is what makes it not gross. <laughs> 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 or ethnically, you can be like, that, yeah, I don't, I can't eat work. Like she was a it was, clean it was, waitress it was, that drops the hair. You know what? Maybe sometimes I can convince myself that maybe it was my hair. But in this case, it was like a very like like either an Asian hair it was a different texture oh, Tasha. of hair than my hair no it's okay remember we can make fun of Asians okay good still. okay yeah, yeah. Ew, so gross. it okay. was like a very <laughs> thick like uh, imagine a hair that stands straight up on someone's head it was a very thick Oof. short hair it was probably only like an inch and a half or two inches and I was like there's no way this is yeah. my I have totally no Asian. hairs that look like this totally you Asian. have no hairs that look that like this that is true it is an Asian hair. Um, we're not going to end just yet, but let's promote um, what what you got going on so people can follow you, um, like your Instagram, Twitter. Oh, what, yeah. what are you using? It's all Justin Comic. Just, uh, Justin Comic, one word, justincomic.com, oh, Justin Comic on Twitter, Instagram, and then my podcast is Foster the Podcast on iTunes. Yeah, I, I need to, um, I've rated it and reviewed it, but I haven't actually listened to it. Uh, most people. I know we're they comics. Do. We have, we, I know. we just turn out hours of material. Yeah. Sometimes I'll listen to my own podcast just because I'll like black out and be like, was that good? Was yeah, it fun? Right, yeah. I had one recently and I was like, ah, like sometimes it's not as, like this was a fun one. We're all loud laughing and shit, but sometimes it's like a serious one. And I'm like, did someone jump off a bridge listening to this? Yeah. And then I'll get an email being like, Real deep, real good. I'm like, oh, okay, it found you. I always w- wonder about that too because I like to keep it light and funny. And then sometimes if it gets too deep, I'm like, this is super interesting. But are people like depressed on their way I to think their that office? People really enjoy that. Okay. I definitely, I've had my moments. Like, I love uh, um, the moth and like mm-hmm. other like storytelling kind of things on the radio. And I'll listen to a story oh, yeah, that's like really dark. like emotional. Yeah, and be like tearing up before my audition, like in a in the car. But see, she does have emotions. I just keep them in private. <laughs> yeah. I only have emotions in private. When you were listening to the moth, <laughs> the moth. Yeah. Well, it's like you know, I was like, I was watching a TED talk the other day about a chick who had who got herpes. And mm. She gave a TED talk. Really? I'm sure someone who's listening knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, and she was like, it's like female empowerment. Like uh, you shouldn't be a f- like grossed out. Blah blah. blah. And, and I'm like. I, and her message makes perfect sense, but I'm like, really? She gets herpes and she gets a TED talk. Right? Now? Yeah. Like, what the <laughs> fuck do I have to do? All the doctors are like, really? <laughs> and but everyone in the audience is like, she's like, raise your hand if you're uh, went to college. Yeah, raise your hand if you have herpes, and no one raises their hand. She's right. Like, one in five of you should have. And it's like, fuck off. Right. That's <laughs> not how that works, ma'am. Um, <laughs> like, like, don't you think that the people at TED Talks know that they're recording film? They're like, yeah. definitely not trying Some to guy's broadcast like, oh, this. Fuck. <laughs> so, some dude's watching his girlfriend on YouTube. Like, oh, what really? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the chick was like, you know, my, uh, you know, that's how I met my boyfriend. I, when I first met him, I was like, I have herpes, blah blah blah. And she did her female like empowerment thing. Fine, fair, not arguing that. But then, like, but then I'm like, wait, you're, he's still dating you? Like, I don't know. And hey, I don't know. I don't know. I knew knew a guy. I don't know a guy anymore. But like, he started dating someone and found out that um, she had herpes, and like, they still fucked with no condom. Mm. All the time. And then they broke up and then he started he broke dating. Out. <laughs> he started dating a new girl and they fucked all the time without condoms. And I'm just like, oh, you're just passing. Like everyone was acting. I don't know. Like it wasn't so nonchalant. I guess it's supposed to be safe if it's not an outbreak. But um, but what, what the fuck do I, I know? know nothing and look, I'm not it, shaming so I'm herpes. I'm just saying like she it's like there's a market for everything. She got a TED talk because she was like, 
you know, yeah. anti-herpes shaming or whatever. Is this a bad time to say that I have herpes? <laughs> <laughs> that no, would be really it, embarrassing. No, but you can do it. You can, maybe my podcast will go viral then. Like, oh, that's a weird pun. I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. But if anybody wants me to do a TED Talk, I can pretend that I do. There you go. <laughs> it takes a lot for a white guy to get a TED Talk these days. I know. We're not, we're not getting them for being white. I I'll tell you that. Like, Especially yeah. me because I'm not good at anything. <laughs> I get to go like, out there and tell jokes for five minutes yeah, and that's it. Like, seen it, heard it, stole yeah. it from someone else, yeah, stole yeah. it from the girl with herpes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so we're, so you want to promote, how did we even start talking about that? I was trying to figure, I don't, we, I'm not backtracking. I don't uh, know how okay, I got sorry into Sorry for interrupting you. Go uh, ahead. Yeah. Cause I literally have no idea how we got into that or I got into it. Um, so your shows in Texas, do you know the dates on those? Yeah. It's the first, uh, it's the uh, Friday and Saturday is going to be in Dallas. It's the, uh, I can pull it up right now. Um, when does this come out? Uh, Friday. Oh, cool. So Friday night, Wait, I'll be at the you'll... Hollywood Improv here. Oh, nice. Oh, I just saw that. Yeah, Saturday night, I'm going to be at the Ha Ha Cafe. Dude, Killer's on that Hollywood. show. You're hosting it? Yeah, I'm very That's excited. That's awesome. Yeah, and then um, and my Dallas show is um, the 5th and the 6th, and then my Fort Worth is 11th, 12th, and 13th of August. How's the Fort Worth crowd? I love it. They're so great. Are they now? Are they like if you did a joke? It's it's so weird because we kind of like harvest jokes in like Hollywood and then have to like export them to places mm-hmm. that are so different. How is the vibe? Like say like I did a show Friday night in Palmdale, which is like super was super redneck. Mm-hmm. And, like some I mean one comic went on stage and said the n word in his first line, mm-hmm. and it was like a first time. Wow. It was like an, it was like an open mic. So that's two. my closer. So. <laughs> <laughs> but but like what like uh, is there any material that you? You just say, like, yeah, let's not do this one in Texas. Like, they might cheer for the wrong reasons. No, no. Everything in Texas works. It's the opposite. It's when you come to L.A., you have to do a lot of self-censoring. Interesting. Yeah, Texas, they love everything. Anything. Really? Yeah, especially, like, the more, yeah, you know, the dirtier and risque, whatever it is. They're, they're, just, they're just on board. That yeah. one guy had, like, a a Trump joke or a Melania joke and oh, these yeah. Trump supporters in the crowd like stood up and were screaming and heckling like, him. Melania knows five languages because the guy, the guy was saying like she needs hooked on phonics or something. The joke wasn't strong but sure. it, was, it, was, like, it was funny. I laughed. I thought fun. it was funny. It but was, it was a, you know, it, it would have been better with the N word in it. Too, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like we, we literally were like an hour north of LA and I was like she's just got to know what stays in LA. I mean like with that I mean there's a hostile crowd at a brewery like mm. these like you like the, and they were like they heckled for jokes way past that. He like moved on from the trunk. Oh, yeah. And they were still like, you suck. And I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, like, how sensitive some people yeah. are. I mean, I'm also not like a big button pusher either. I don't. I talk about like stories of like growing up and like being sober and like dating and stuff. I don't do a lot of religious and political stuff and I could see how that might not play well in yeah. Texas. Yeah. But I kind of avoid that just anyways. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of the same way. That I, I can't think of one political joke that I have that's like centered on an actual point of view. And if I did, somebody's got a, a way better one. Exactly. You know what I mean? I always say that with like, the other night I, st- I stumbled in to see Bill Burr and then Mark Marin at the comedy store. Mm-hmm. And like, those guys can tell you, they can tell that you can sit down and take notes on, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, those are the guys that do the Caitlyn Jenner joke. Right. The, you know, they, because, because, you know, Bill Burr, he did it perfectly on Conan. Like, right. he, he, he just nailed it, what everyone was thinking. It wasn't transphobic. It came off, I mean, he still got shit for it, but it came sure. off perfect. And then we're like, you know, trying to work on our George Carlin bit. It's yeah. like, nah, maybe we'll just do some stories about me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what always works. That's what works for me, too. Um, so let me add, last question. We're almost at an hour, so we'll get out of here in a second. Um, so, like, what's, what's sober life like in the dating world? How, how is it different? Oh, God. And, and are you in a place where you're like, no, no looking back or is it still like a struggle no 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 I'm definitely in a good place but dating is so hard and, I, and it's it's because because you're very like there like you, I like I feel everything like there's not like 
I can't be numb. I have to experience yeah. everything, which is hard. You can't like drown your jitters <laughs> right. with a cocktail in the yeah. first round. Right. And then you go on dates and like you got to plan activities and stuff. Cause like, you know, like when I was drinking, like, oh, let's just meet up at the bar. And now you got to go like. Or even for dinner. It's got to be very, yeah. like sort of vulnerable. Cause, mm-hmm. you know, it's a. F- it, with dating, I feel like it's sort of a first impression, and you're like, "Oh, I I don't drink," and then they're like, "Why?" You right? Know? Yeah, it's very. It's like yeah. a, you got to go like blueberry picking instead of going. <laughs> <to the> bar, <laughs> you know? yeah. Blueberry picking. I had not to go into the bit, but I have a joke about like uh, like you ever see those like eHarmony commercials with the couples like kayaking and horseback riding? You're like, Yo, who does that on a date? It, it's sober people. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> we we're like we're not, we're like sober light. Like we'll um I, I mean I probably have like two or three beers a week, but. Again, I get super excited for them, but we we don't go out. I mean, if like we were talking before about the brunch thing during football season, I guess probably the only time we actually go to a bar and have a beer. Yeah, like, I'm like, probably right? fatter during football season than any other time. Oh, yeah. because or in the morning with your drunk mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Can't that wait too. for that. We need Canadian drunk. That's what we do. <laughs> Fosters with your mom. Hey, Foster. Hello. Have a fo- that's an Australian beer. That's not even a Canadian beer. What is yeah, a close. Canadian beer? Canadian beers are like a Michelob. No, uh, that Mi- no Michelob's not right. No. Oh, Labatt Blue. Yeah, Labatt. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. This episode yeah. brought to you by Labatt Blue. Sponsors. Uh, dude, we got to get out of here. So thanks so much for being on the episode. Dude, thanks so Will much for having me. you come back again another time? I would love to. And when you're a few months farther in your relationship, We'll have your girlfriend on. I want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you keep her out of that? Is that like she's kind of private? Good. Yeah, she's not in the Small. entertainment well, she industry. Have yeah. Facebook look at or... look what right. I look what I've got myself into. Kind of too. Yeah. What is that supposed to mean? That I've added a mic. It's all. It's all. No, it's all I'm saying. No one's asked you to add a mic. For How about me, this? I got. F- he wants me on every. No, episode. I do want you on. I got a four star review this week. And it said, put more Tasha on. And I was like, Oof. all right, asshole. Yeah. So if you're listening, her screen name was like Ginger T or some shit. I'm assuming it's a woman. Uh, whatever your screen name was, you can change your review to five stars. And I demand that you change. <laughs> Tasha's on the podcast. Reflect the review. For the rest of you, uh, please subscribe. Rate, review, iTunes. Uh, you can uh, write us a review on there. Uh, make sure you check out Justin's podcast, uh, Foster the Podcast. It sounds like uh, you guys know what you're talking about. So maybe whoever wrote in for advice here, you can shoot that. That would be awesome. Yeah, because yeah. dynamic- that makes sense because you're you're with the dating coach. Yeah, the dynamic of the show is me giving really horrific advice and my professional dating life coach being like, "Yo, you're an idiot. No, this don't is do what that. you should do." Yeah. Yeah. yeah, see, I give advice thinking I'm an expert. That's where my problem is. Right. But, yeah. All right. So check out his podcast. Thanks so much for being on it. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.